Welcome everyone to the Authentic Hello. As Fuck podcast. This we're doing a new format now. Instead of coaching members and Night Owl Nation, what I'm going to be doing is we're going to have a discussion with Yelena, which is a continuation of this discussion that we've been having every week. And basically, the goal of the podcast is this: there are certain things that we learn throughout Night Owl Nation, like for example, for storytelling in order to find the best way to teach storytelling, right? And that's how we come up with the curriculum. And one of the things that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to teach people how to make carousels. That's going to, the kind of carousels that I make, which is going to make people say, I never thought of it that way. And I'm trying to figure out what is the best way to teach people how to do that because so many people are struggling with it, right? And in the last few weeks, we've actually, me and Yelena, we've designed tried designing carousels together and we learned a lot of things right so what we want to do is every week we're going to work on an idea we're going to turn it into a carousel you're going to ask me a bunch of questions and then we're going to look at the process of how i make this carousel and try to reverse engineer it so that we can figure out how we can design our curriculum at night owl nation to teach people how to do this so you're kind of getting a behind the scene look of how we design our program at Night Owl Nation, basically. Um, how I would want to do it, Yelena, is starting out maybe something like this. Let's just keep doing a bunch of carousels every week. right? Every week we'll pick one topic and we'll make a carousel with a myth true sandwich. Now, I want to spend maybe the first 45 minutes talking through the idea. And then maybe we can spend 15 minutes kind of like writing it into a carousel or like at least having some sort of a myth-truth sandwich there that we know we can turn into a carousel. And then after that, we can spend an hour, two hours extra actually creating the carousel. And what I'm going to do is the first hour of it, the 45 minutes and 15 minutes, I want to publish it on our podcast so everyone can see it. But if you want to see the rest of it, where we actually designed the carousel, where we actually turned it into a carousel, uh, which then we'll post on social media as like a final product. Um, to see that process will be for, for members only. It'll be behind the paywall where only the members of Night Owl Nation can, can see that. And then we'll, we'll start it out like that and see how it works. And then we can change it if it doesn't work. But for now, I think that's a good plan. What do you think? Well, I don't know, to be honest, I'm here for the meat shoot sandwich, so <laughs> I don't know what else uh, will this uh, bring up. But this is definitely where um, I see that most people, including myself, we need help. So um, when we are talking about it, it's kind of simple, but when we need to narrow it down, I kind of find myself lost in, in those ideas and I don't know how to like execute it. So I give up. And okay. So this I week's guess. assignment was to make a mythical sandwich. So do you have one that you want to work on or do you have yes, one that you're have, struggling with? I have a few of them. Um. Okay. This one is the first open. So, um, the the myth 
is that um, most people think that if they put an effort in something, the results will appear. Okay. So my inspiration for this was um, once I watched a Big Brother reality show. So one guy, uh, they had uh, some swimming pool in front of uh, their, uh, I don't know, place. Uh, but uh, the water was cold. So he wanted to heat the water. And he went to the kitchen and brought some pot with hot water and tried to fill in the swimming pool to heat the water. And people that actually saw him were like, and like the whole people that were watching the show, are you crazy? How are you going to heat the water with one pot, like the whole swimming pool? So he was putting an effort into something, but uh, there were no results. So the truth is that... Mm. Um, well, if he did it long enough, it would have worked. <laughs> I don't think so, because that water also, like, cooled down. I know, but if he did it long enough, it, it will work. It's just, you know what I mean? Maybe it'll, it'll take forever, <laughs> but at some point, it'll work. I mean, okay, in theory, two parallel lines are uh coming together in like infidelity so, or however you call what it what we're so. trying to do is we're trying to figure out so remember like what the thing that we're always trying to do is figure out a conventional truth versus a universal truth right mm -hmm. conventional truth is the myth and universal truth yeah. is the the example okay mm -hmm. conventional truth means it's not really true we believe it's true because we that's what we were told our whole life. And then the universal truth is that the truth that we believe, not because somebody told it to us, but because we've experienced it. Like we mm -hmm. we, mm -hmm. we all know it to be true, right? So what's the conventional truth here? That with enough effort that you can overcome anything? Yeah. Is that a conventional truth? I, I mean, so. I, it, it doesn't seem like it to me because everybody knows that they, with enough effort, they can have a six-pack abs. Everybody knows with enough effort, they can make a lot of money. But people still, still don't put in the effort. So is that really a conventional truth? I... Can we have um, another type, uh, another type of conventional truth that uh, just because uh, it's possible doesn't mean that I don't know. Um, it looks like this is different. I mean, you can imagine. I guess that uh, if people say that everything is achievable if you put enough effort, this is. This is one thing. Maybe it's achievable to heat the water of the swimming pool, but not in the way that he was doing it. So what would be the conventional truth? 
in that case um like so what's something that people say and that people believe I'm, I don't know, just just do it and and the results will come. I don't I don't know the conventional like the expression if you're searching for that. Yeah, but I guess the the, the problem there is because you're using a universal truth as the conventional truth. That's that's I think where I'm getting hung up. Because it is okay. true that if you if you do like <laughs> If you do it the, long the, enough, the, if you do put in the work, it will work. That is that is universally true, and we know it to be true. Okay. But for some reason, we don't believe it. Yeah, but I think this is different because it's not just about the effort. It's about uh, what kind of effort you are doing. If you don't think about your actions, then you will repeat over and over again the same mistakes. So... I know, but don't you think more people are worried about that? than actually just doing it the wrong way because when i go on social media i don't see anybody mm -hmm. posting every day even if it's the wrong way what i see people doing is they do it for a little bit and they stop because they think they're doing it the wrong way so i i just okay. i don't know if maybe we're targeting different problems because uh in terms of relationships for example uh, mm -hmm. You see people uh, changing relationships. They are being very active in uh, trying to uh, fulfill their relationship needs, but they're ending up in the same relationship over and over again. So, uh, or... But you think that's why? You think, that is, you think that's because they believe that with enough effort that they can, you know... They're trying result. hard. They're trying hard. Um, and they are doing things the same. I would say so. In many cases. Okay, so then, then maybe that's different. Yeah. So, if... yeah. Give me another example. Hmm. I can give you examples in relationships. Uh, one story that also kind of is similar. Um, there is a, a story from a book. Um, a guy was trying to cut the tree with an axe, but the axe uh, wasn't sharp. And he was sweating and trying to do it. And he was putting a lot of effort. And one guy was passing by and he asked him like, but why don't you like sharpen your your axe? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're so tired. And he said, I don't have time. So I don't know if that's like um see I, I know what you mean, but I don't know if that's the conventional truth. Because I just feel like that's it's something that humans do naturally, even though they, they were never told that. Because you know how, like, what you're telling me is like what Einstein said about, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. Mm -hmm. That's what people do, right? They, that person yeah. who's in the toxic relationship, 
she's not actually putting in the effort to change. What she's doing is she's doing the same thing over and over and over, repeating it over again. The person who's cutting down the, they're not actually trying to put in the effort to change or trying to make an effort. They're just doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result, right? It's the definition of insanity. Okay. But I just, I don't feel like people are, I don't think the reason why people are doing that is because they were told to do that. I think people are doing that because people are just stupid. Like, why do you think we keep making the same mistake over and over and over again, knowing that it's not working? Is it because of a conventional truth? I mean, I cannot but say the simple answer to that. Sometimes um, we have beliefs about uh, how things function and we don't question them. So if we have, if I know that man should know what to do in that specific situation, if he's a man, he would know. It means that I am like holding those beliefs and um, I'm not letting myself to be open for a different way of, I don't know, functioning. So this can be one reason. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is this, right? The only way this can work is if it's, we're trying to break a conventional truth, which is a myth. Okay. And I feel like what you're telling me is not necessarily a myth. Mm-hmm. I think it's a truth. <laughs> the fact that people do stupid shit over and over, expecting a different result, that's not a myth. It's a truth. It's what people do. Okay. So, do you want to hear another example? Yeah. Uh, what, what you're saying there? So, maybe this is one good test. Like, what is something... So, what's the wrong advice being given on that right now, out in the world? Because, like, the only reason why I'm doing this is because I'm trying to tell people to think for themselves, right? Instead mm-hmm. of just believing everything you hear actually think for yourself right yes so what do you think is happening why do people do that is it because something they're being told Mm, i guess that um, we are taught not to question things and just to accept them as they are and they are i mean we have we are taught to take something as it is and not to question it. So that's why something, maybe we have a question there and maybe this guy had a question, is it possible to hit it like this? But he didn't like trust that question. He would like put that somewhere um, behind and do what, what has I been I know, told. but that's not... That's not what most people would do. Here's another example that we... Here's another problem that a lot of a lot of problems I see. People think something is a conventional truth. Okay. And say, hey, you know how everybody's like thinks this? Like a myth, mm-hmm. right? Or something like that. But the reality is nobody's thinking like that. 
Nobody's thinking mm-hmm. like that guy who's putting the water in the bucket. Only he's thinking like that. He's one. He's actually the minority. Most people wouldn't do what he did. Yeah. Do you understand I, what I mean? So it's not a myth. I, it can't I be agree. a myth. I agree. If most people are not doing it. I thought to so my idea when I took this example was because it's vivid. You can imagine a guy doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a metaphor for every other situation when we are like that. So this is me doing the same thing, repeating the same relationship over and over again. And uh, if I zoom out from my experience, if this guy looks stupid, then my behavior as well looks stupid. So maybe the... So what's the right thing to do, you think? To think about your actions. To do it and to have like a place to think about it and consider if this is something valid or not for you to question it. Okay, but you don't think that's uh, uh, people are already saying that? I I guess the problem for me is that the myth is not strong enough. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I don't think anybody is going around saying you just got to put in the effort and your, you know, your relationship will be fixed. I don't think anybody's saying that. I actually, people are saying the opposite. They're saying you have to know when to give up. If you're in a toxic relationship, like you're not going to be able to fix it. You know, you have to know when to get out. So do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't, it's, I can't turn it into a myth true sandwich when the myth isn't real. Okay. And it's only a myth if it's, it's everyone saying it. It's kind of like when, when the lady says, you know how everybody thinks yoga is hard? So, oh, yoga is hard. That's a myth. Okay. But it's not really a myth because nobody thinks yoga is hard. Okay. Actually, the and, myth is that yoga it... is easy. That's the myth. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> what if in my example, just, just for the mm-hmm. sake of learning, uh, I see that... Uh, it's not it's not um exact example that we want to achieve but in this context if if we consider this as a myth so people think that if they put enough effort anything can work out so the truth is um i guess that's where what i would question is that really a myth do people okay. really think that if they with enough effort, everything will work out? Do people really believe that? I, and if, I can hear that people say that everything is possible. You can be whatever you want. Just you need to give yourself. Well, that, that's a different thing. Like people saying, oh, any, anything is possible. I guess that's a different myth, right? Okay. So pe- if you say anything is okay. possible, like then uh, obviously is it, is it possible for you to play in the nba that's not possible so that's that debunks that myth okay okay so the myth is not there so we cannot use this okay you know the a good place to look at it is like this for me all of the carousels that i came up with mm-hmm. it's all based on personal ex- lessons that i've learned personally I don't just randomly try to come up with the myth and try to debunk it for no reason. I only debunk the myth that I used to believe in 
that I debunked and I learned as a lesson in my own life. And the reason why is because I don't, unless you've actually experienced it yourself, it's going to be hard for you to explain, find that thing. And it's because I experienced it because I know that I, I, I followed this myth and I just believed it until this thing happened. And then I realized that that's actually wrong. Right? So I had mm -hmm. to change, right? So that's what makes it work. So if you try to like randomly find a myth truth, it's not really going to work because then it's going to feel forced. That's going to feel like, what, what do you mean? Like nobody thinks like that. Nobody believes this. Nobody thinks that's a myth. That's how it becomes. So if you really want to do it right, you have to think of something. Okay, what's something that you believe to be true? Because that's what you were told your whole life. But then it turned out to be false. What's something that you see all the therapists out there, all the experts out there saying that's wrong, that you know is wrong, but everyone believes mm -hmm. to be true because everyone's saying it, right? And the perfect example that I gave was everyone thinks chasing money is not going to make you happy. Like that's real myth. Mm -hmm. Like if I say, hey, chasing money is not going to make you happy, just do what you love. If you're doing something just for the money, it's not going to make you happy, right? It's not. It's not going to be fun. It's what people say, right? It's a true. It's really a myth. It's what people really believe. Mm -hmm. But if I say, "What about when you're playing Monopoly? Are you having fun? Are you happy when you're playing Monopoly?" Well, you're literally just buying houses, upgrading to building, buying streets, accumulating wealth, and seeing your bank account grow up, grow you know, bank account growth. That's literally what you're doing when you're playing that game. And you're having fun, and it makes you happy. Okay. So the truth is, making money can be fun. It can. The, the act of making money, accumulating wealth, can be fun, and it can be, it can make you happy. But we were believed, we were believed to t think a lie, that it's not going to make us happy. Right? But deep down inside, we know it will. How do we know this? Because we love playing Monopoly. So I use the universal truth to debunk that myth. Mm -hmm. But the only reason why I know that is because I've experienced it. I've experienced, I'm like, I, I, I said my whole life, I don't care about money. Making money is not happy. Blah, 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 until I actually started making money and I saw my bank account grow. I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> you know, this is kind of exciting. Mm -hmm. you understand? I mean, even, if, even if I don't care about the money, just the game of playing, game of making more money in itself was fun. Okay. And then what I did was, okay, where else did I feel this same feeling? Oh, of course, when I play Monopoly. So, if I think about the example that I am, have experience with, um, sometimes I see um those older old older people uh that uh, are retired and they are traveling around so i can see them if i travel somewhere or if they come to belgrade um and they look like you know they look old and uh, like they are into i don't know walking around uh, going to different museums so they have all the time in the world for for themselves so 
um, I also heard and people kind of admire those people and they, especially if they're so busy, they want to, they wish when that time will come that they don't have any obligation, they will finish their college, uh, get married, uh, uh, have kids, they are grown up, live their own life and now it's time for me. So um, they kind of fantasize about that time. So the myth there, um, I think, is uh, when I have more time, I will do it. And this kind of example of this old people wandering around with all free time. But actually, uh, those people that are wandering around, um, this is not... I think for most of them, uh, this is not that they are doing just after they retire. They're kind of, most of them are active during their life. And this is natural that now they have more time. But those people that have never been uh, into those trips, uh, into like to enjoy, to gather with people, to connect, when they are old, uh they are more complaining about weather about their knees uh, uh where they need when they need to go to the doctor to complain about their neighbors so they sit and they have another problems but they only have more time to complain so um the truth is that uh, if you're waiting for the better time time is not a problem the problem is that you have never been taught how to live a satisfying life. That is a myth truth, but it's not a myth truth sandwich. Because there's nothing about that that makes me go like, oh, of course. Do you know what I mean? I I just have to choose to believe you, to believe that that's true. You're basically saying that, oh, trust me, what I'm saying is true. Believe me. That's what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. It's harder for me to believe that. Because I'm, I basically have to trust you, right? So I would need to back up with some uh, statistics if, if I, for example, well, you need some... to back it up with the universal truth that I, I, I agree with. Do you understand what I mean? I mean, like I, I, I hear you. I, that's something that you can say. Probably you can, you can try to explain, but it's really hard to turn that into a myth truth sandwich. And probably because you yourself haven't experienced it. This is why you experiencing it yourself is so important. Mm -hmm. Because once you experience it, you know what that feels like. The moment when you stop saying, I'll do this when I, when I have time, I'll do this when, like something like that. The moment you experience it, so here's, here's a better way I would do it, right? People say that, oh, I'll, 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 um, I'll go in all my, I'll, I'll work hard and go in, you know, go full in once I know, once I figure out what my business is going to be. Or oh, once I know exactly what my, my, my brand is about, I'll post content every day. Mm -hmm. Right? So... That's the myth that people believe in. Like right? you need to have a plan before you move forward, right? That's a that's like you need you need to come up with a plan before you take action or something like that, right? But 
um, but here's the truth. Here's the universe. That's the conventional truth. Here's the universal truth, right? Most mm -hmm. people are not ready to have a baby when they get pregnant. It's having the baby that makes them ready to be a parent. Okay. Does that resonate? Or something similar to that, right? Most people are not like most people are not most people don't know anything about sex until they have sex. Doesn't mean does that mean mm -hmm. they have to learn everything about it before they have sex? No. Once you start having sex, then you learn. Right? Once you have a kid, that's when you become a parent. And you, you like that's why people have life-changing moments once they're once they see their child being born, because now, holy shit, I have this responsibility now, and I have to grow up and become more mature, become an adult, actually, like, provide for their kid, right? But they, most people are immature until that moment when they, they're forced to because they had a kid, right? Most mm -hmm. people don't know how to, most people don't know how to do, you know, be an adult and go to, go to a job and do the, most people learn on the job. You're not. You're never ready for the job, but once you start working there, then you become ready because you're forced to. Most people are not ready for high school. Once they go into high school, they learn how to become part of high school, right? So these are some universal truths that basically shows you that you can't prepare for something. You just have you gotta do it first, and then you'll learn. Do you understand what I mean? So I gave you some universal truth examples of and then that's kind of what starting social media is like. It's kind of like what mm -hmm. starting a business is like. You just kind of have to jump in first and then you'll figure it out. Like uh, waiting to figure out your content plan before you start making content is like Waiting to figure out how sex works before you have sex. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Or, or waiting to figure out, like, okay, like amputees, right? People who lost their legs in the war. Mm -hmm. Like waiting to figure out how to live without legs. <laughs> so that you so you no you lose your legs and then you figure it out <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of okay. like the metaphor I would use for mm -hmm. do you understand what I mean but the reason why that works is I think one it's because it's a universal truth that everyone will agree with when I say when I say something like nobody's ready for a kid until they become pregnant or nobody's ready to, you know, nobody's ready to be live, live life as a single person until they become, until they get dumped and they become single and they'll, but they'll okay. figure it out. People are like, oh, I don't know how I can live without her. Well, once you lose her, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. You don't prepare for it. And that you don't prepare, and it's the same thing for content. Okay. So, can I give another example? Yeah. 
So, the myth. The, the first, the second one works though. The one you, right? What was the example mm -hmm. you gave? Um, about uh, time, just to... Uh, yeah, uh, so when I have more time, I will do it. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that's a little bit different, I guess. That's okay. a little bit different. Do you have another suggestion? Mm. No. I mean, it's really hard to turn that into a carousel because it's a, it's such a complex concept, in my opinion. And it's like I I and I haven't, I guess, I guess, fully experienced it yet. Because, like, somewhat, it's it's related to this, right? Um. You know, we think that oh, once I have however much money in the bank, I'll be happy, right? Once mm -hmm. I reach this point, then I'll be happy, right? But there's probably something else you said that about before, like for for example, like uh, if I if I for me if I just had this camera, then I'll be happy. Like that'll make me so happy. Mm -hmm. But then once I got that camera, quickly it didn't make me happy, right? So what makes you think that if you have this much money, it's going to make you happy? Well, well, for a little bit, but then, like when when Gigi got that red dress, it was like the happiest day of her life, and she's never been that happy since then, right? Mm -hmm. So what if getting that red dress was the happiest day of your life? What makes you think that getting this other thing is going to make you that happy, right? Because at one point in your life, you thought getting that red dress is going to make you happy. But now you're unhappy again, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So according to that logic, you, know, um, you, you can break a myth like that. Okay, I guess that I have like personal experience with these things because I have stories that can accompany this myth. And... Um, but I don't have I don't know how to use it if I can. Um, for example, I was watching one um, movie and a guy was in prison reading a book. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous on this guy. He was in prison reading book freely, having all the day for himself. Uh, so this is uh, something that... Um, I kind yeah, of yeah, I know what you mean. But the thing desire. is, the the problem there is that mm -hmm. the problem is there. There's no myth around that, because I I would actually argue that if you talk to most people, I feel like there's like a common narrative going around that says like, oh, work isn't everything, money isn't important. Like you gotta, you know, mm -hmm. you, you you gotta live life, you I gotta mean... work life balance. But like that is the common narrative. 
that is the myth it's the conventional truth yeah but that is and that's yes, why it doesn't I work just, i just want to say something so people are saying so many things when i go on tiktok i see people having their daily routine like i put this cream and then that cream and la 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 so if i'm going to do like everything to for like self-care i will need the whole day for that so people are saying so many things i know but there are things that that's why i do it but that's why it's so important for you to understand what most people think and i think this is where a lot of people get caught up is that they think that just because they hear it all the time they think that because they think the one way they think that everyone else also thinks that way okay so maybe but it's we not need... true like maybe you think that the the narrative is that you got to work hard so that you can save money and then later on you can retire maybe that's what you think is the narrative maybe that's what mm -hmm. you think everybody's saying but okay. from where i'm seeing it I, i don't see anybody say that actually like actually when gary v says that or somebody's like say that and you read the comments everybody talks shit about like when i said the thing where i said oh i always work my ass off and then like my boss always gave me a raise when i said that in, in the comments people talk shit about it they're like this is a sure way to get exploited you shouldn't work your ass off. so obviously that is not the narrative okay most people are not saying that most people are actually so saying we... the opposite like work-life Then... balance you gotta enjoy okay. your life like that's what most people are saying well this is good then because mm -hmm. now my starting point if my starting well, point good. is wrong it's good because now i know where i need help uh what if i for example have like myth bank and mm -hmm. i see what is the narrative of society in my a in my like time right now so maybe this will be helpful but it also changes right because if you were to say like if you talk to me 15 years ago I yeah, would say everybody's talking about hustle culture, hustle, hustle, hustle. Like, but now the, the narrative's the opposite. Everybody's talking about work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And how and I'm like both are bullshit, by the way. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I now I see so many people using the work-life balance as an excuse to be lazy. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? No. Like, I, you know, I, I see people that are like, oh, yeah, but, you know, work isn't everything. And they, they literally work like 20 hours a week. And I'm like, you're never going to build a business. Like, like, you know how many people come to me and ask me for advice and they're like, oh, how do I build my business? Blah, blah, blah. And I look at their life and they're like on Netflix, going on social media, going on vacation. I'm like, well, you're never going to build a business like that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Okay, well. But well, I think it's not about laziness. It's about uh, unrealistic uh, goals. Then it's I'm totally yeah. fine if somebody wants to work twenty hours a, uh, a week and do whatever with the, what they want with their life. But I'm just saying, I, not a problem. I, the reason why they have that problem is because they hear people like Ariana Huffington, who's super successful talking about work-life balance they see all these successful talking about work-life balance and blah 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 so they're confusing that okay i can be successful and i can have work work-life balance too but what they don't realize is that 
working 20 hours a week and fucking going on vacation and traveling doing all these things that's not work-life balance mm -hmm. that's just you being lazy like work-life balance means you're still working a full you're still working hard yeah and then you're okay. still living your life that's the work-life balance right and then it's and now the narrative has gone too far one way and i think and that's that's the whole thing that i'm trying to break here is that Whenever somebody says some um, some conventional truth like that, oh, like Ariana Huffington, work-life balance, it's about, you know, it's not everything is about work, blah, blah, blah. That's not helping some people. It's actually not helping most people because most people don't understand what that means. It's like uh, I was coaching this one guy and, and me talking about, like, he's, like, playing video games too much. I'm like, you got to stop playing video games. And I was like, just minimize to the minimum. And then he's like, oh, I'm still playing three hours a day. I'm like, what? Like, his entire idea of work-life balance is so skewed. Mm -hmm. I feel like most kids these days, their idea of hard work is so skewed. They don't really know what hard work really means. So what they're actually doing is they're being lazy and they're calling it work-life balance. Do you understand what I mean? Okay, I hear you. I see. Okay. So I think for you, you should really try to come up with like a myth truth that you've debunked yourself, that, that you personally debunked in your own life. I'll think about it, but I don't have like a clear. Yeah, clear most people don't. And it's search. the problem. Like, mm. you really think that the reason why I'm able to make those content is because I just know how to word things a certain way? Or do you think the reason why I know how to make those content is because I've actually lived it and I've experienced it and I've actually learned those things? In real life and apply them in my real life um i believe that you are applying them in the real life and i also believe that that is not enough because you know what how to extract something how to use it and i don't but i, I still have my lessons that i probably learned because you know through time i guess i hope that i'm evolving but uh I'm not aware of the the in a way that you are. So, just to ask you. So that's so the that's the first. Do thing. do you hear the noise or not? No. Okay, anything. because it's like a crowd, mass of people passing by my building, and they're yelling. So you don't hear. I don't hear. Okay. Like, for example. The reason why I knew that chasing money can make you happy is because I've been through it. Mm -hmm. And then when I went through it, I was like, oh, this is kind of, this is revolutionary. Because I always thought chasing money and making money shouldn't make me happy. But it actually does make me happy. It, it, it is actually fun. What's going on here, right? So I've experienced it myself, but most people haven't experienced it. Mm 
So what they do mm-hmm. is they go around living life as if they're. I need to find that one thing that I'm passionate about because yeah. you know otherwise my life is going to be miserable. When the reality is not that at all. You could be fucking working at McDonald's and still have an amazing life. Do you understand what I mean? You can be work. You can be working as a cobbler, just making shoes, and have an amazing life. You can be. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You can still have an amazing life. You can still be successful in that field, and you can still be super passionate about it. I know that because I've I've experienced it. I've experienced having boring jobs and being exceptional in it, and finding it fun, and then being successful at it. You know what I mean? So yeah. because I've so, experienced it, my question for you: Can I can I ask you something? So how did you connect you? You've been when you chased money, so you 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 saw like you're as you are having money. more money, yeah. As yeah. you saw that you are having more money, that it's kind of it's fun game to see. How did you connect that to Monopoly? Well, and that's where the dot connecting comes, right? It's yeah. just I feel like the a lot of the reasons why people don't change their life. Or learn the lesson and then like change their life based on the lesson they learn is because they might even learn the lesson, but they don't even go back and think about it. So what I did was when when that started happening, like and it was this week's whole assignment, right? I was like, when you notice something interesting, make a note of it and try to connect the dot to something else, right? So for me, when that happened and and I see like, oh my gosh, like. For example, like we raised our rates and then I saw our bank accounts going up faster, right? Or or something like um we changed our process from this process to this process. And three months later I can see that our our bank account is growing even faster. Right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And when I make a m- wrong mistake, then our, our bank account slows down. Like like I saw the correlation between those two and I was like, Oh, this is exciting. Like, it's like oh when I mm-hmm. and, and I, I was like, Oh, this feels like a game almost. Right. And that's when I realized it's like, oh, actually, it's kind of a lot like Monopoly. It's 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 similar to Monopoly. But I had to actually sit and reflect mm-hmm. and go and connect the dot and do this exercise that we're doing at Night Owl Nation that goes, hmm, what does this feel like? And you know how when we do the connecting the dot assignment, I always say, mm-hmm. what did that feel like? What's another scenario that it feels like? And a lot of people are not doing that, but that's, it's, it's, so here's the thing. It's so to me, the most frustrating thing is this, I'm literally giving everybody the answers and I'm giving them the opportunity to actually practice this on a weekly basis by giving them exercise and practice it. And everybody's coming to me like, son, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? Well, I'm giving you the fucking answers right now, but nobody's fucking doing it. Because they think they think that this is unnecessary. They think that reflecting on something that happened to you and connecting the dot between that and something else and trying to see, okay, what, what was the mistake that I'm making so that in the future I see the truth and I can change my ways and, and better my life, better my business, better everything that I'm doing. I'm literally teaching them how to do it step by step, but nobody's doing it. And they're going like, how do I come up with the myth truth sandwich? Well, you know how? By living it. 
And how you live it is by what doing what I'm telling you to do is when something happens to you, don't just ignore it, sit, try to think about what that feels like, and then try Mm -hmm. to connect the dot to something else and do that again and again and again. I mean, like now I feel like I'm at a point where I don't even have to sit and think about it. It's just, it just automatically occurs to me. Like when I see somebody, when I play a Monopoly, like right now, if I play at a Monopoly, if I'm, that's actually probably what happened. I was playing Monopoly with friends one day and I was like, oh, this feels a lot like this. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So what what I would say is that's why I think I said when you watch a TV show, when you watch people, when you're in a situation, pay attention to it. Like this week, as you're living life, mm-hmm. don't try to go back and try to connect the dot in the past. Try to connect the dot live in person. So what I'm seeing so me? far right now yeah. in my life, because I was noticing things, um, I see when something is um, some situation lifts up some some thoughts about oh what happened right now. So this is a moment where I when I um, sit a little bit there, um, I can maybe connect that emotion to some other emotion similar. But coming to the um, myth or to the lesson it's kind of hard um i can give you an example Mm -hmm. so a few days ago i was uh, driving car next to my office it's one way street so um but one lady was coming like in the opposite direction and um i don't know what problem she has if she is an addict or um, looks a little bit like a homeless person. And some people are, you know, a little bit uh, not afraid of her, but I saw, I heard some, some stories. So I noticed her and um, I was a little bit too focused on that side of the road because it's one-way street, it's a little bit narrow, there is enough space, but I was so focused on her, if something might happen there, that I wasn't paying attention to actually the right side of the uh, street, so I kicked a little bit the edge of the road, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. and put back on the street. So I was thinking, and the lady just passed by me. She didn't do anything. She, she was just walking, like a regular walk, nothing spectacular. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was so focused on a problem that I haven't seen. So the problem that wasn't there, but I projected the problem that I wasn't actually focused on the right problem, which is the other side of the street, the sidewalk. Uh so this is where I sit on a little bit. And um, if I connect the emotion, so I have another memory of one um, 
basketball game where one guy was uh, so focused to defend the how do you call it the basket uh, the basket yeah so the guy actually uh, passed the ball around his uh, waist so he did like this i don't know if you can imagine what he did and this guy didn't even see the ball he was like where's the ball where's the ball because he was so focused on protecting the basket uh to see actually what is happening around him so that's a universal truth right sometimes like we get distracted by something that's loud or something that's trickery yeah that we we lose focus of the the real problem or we lose focus of reality because of some sort of a i mean because it's like it's how people do magic tricks too right they make you focus in here and while with this other hand they're switching something else and that's yeah. how people fall for magic it's because our like you ever seen that video where like there's people dancing or something like that and at the end of the video they, they ask you like did you see the gorilla oh and yeah then, and most people don't see the gorilla mm -hmm. and then later on when they go back and play they're like oh shit, how did i miss that right it's because our, our attention is focused on one thing and so that's that's a universal truth what you just said it's something that if you explain it most people will understand right mm -hmm. I, I mean you can even use that gorilla video as an example it's like sometimes when we're so focused on one thing we we lose we lose vision of the reality or something like that does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah okay now <clears throat> is this something that you personally experienced and based on that you've changed something in your life in order to account for that I mean, it's based on uh, experience two days ago, so I hope uh, I mm -hmm. learned the lesson. Uh... But you've you've experienced this before, obviously. Of course, you've seen you've seen the gorilla one. You've obviously this. You know this universal truth. So, did yeah. you, based on this, did you fix anything in your life? That's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. not that i can recall okay has something like this has affected you in your life before obviously it did when you almost got into an accident <laughs> but some before has it ever gotten you into mm. yes i mean into some risky situations that maybe I could avoid. I don't know if it's the similar example, um, but I was too focused to, one time I was too focused to come to the exam and the streets were closed, people were protesting. I couldn't find mm -hmm. a way to come there on time. So um, I asked random person on, on a bike to, um thank you there <laughs> to, yeah to to come there and i've never been on a motorcycle before so this was my first time in the busy street so crowded 
like this I is know, a... but how does that relate to how, how does that how does that relate to being distracted by something small that's not important that you make a decision on something yeah. that's big and yeah, this is like you you're, you're actually bending reality in order yeah. to accommodate yeah. for a small untruth something right like that lady right yeah what does that feel like here's a, okay i'll give you one so this is why it's so important for you to so let's see how i i was able to reach this and it's it's like the thing that came to me immediately right almost so what when I see that that monkey video or like a car trick or the mm -hmm. la lady and you're almost like getting hitting the bump. When I hear when I hear those case scenarios, those universal truth, the immediate feeling that I get is this. Um, like, you know, when uh, when you get like 50 positive comments and then you get two negative comments that mm -hmm. we focus so much on those two negative comments that that stops us from actually saying this again which is how completely crazy right how did you come to this because that's what it feels like it feels like you know that that small group leader chat right mm -hmm. when those few people were complaining about points and blah 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 blah, blah like now all of a sudden like everybody's going like oh my gosh the points is terrible blah 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 without it's because of a few minority of people that are being loud mm -hmm. we're about to change everything but the reality is when i actually look hear the members a lot of the members actually like the point system right and it's not it was just a few loud minority that were complaining about it but that's how our society works right people are like oh, I don't want to say this because I don't want to get canceled. But like, you mean like, like Joe Rogan? Like Joe Rogan mm -hmm. is the biggest, number one podcast in the world. <laughs> well, when you, when you say canceled, you actually, what you mean is few loud minority of people being loud about it when the rest of the world doesn't feel that way at all. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? So what are, what are, a lot of times what we do is we change the entire direction of our company. We change the direction of our thing, or we censor ourselves just because a few minority, a few people were loud. But that few people that are loud is like that woman on the street, right? Mm -hmm. It's like that guy who's distracting, right? Those are those few minorities are just distractions. It doesn't mean it's true. But we act as if it's true in life. And we'll say, I could never say that again because this conversation does continue here, but only for our Night Owl Nation members. If you'd like to hear the full conversation, click the link in the description and join us at nightowlnation.com.